to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new month here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, old-time radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio. Send feedback via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy this program, please consider subscribing to our podcast for just $5 a month at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. Mondays, it's the friend of the unfortunate enemy of criminals. It's the Blue Beetle. This episode originally aired on May 17th, 1940, and this is Sabotage and Liquidation. The Blue Beetle. Sweeping down upon the underworld as Smash Ganglin comes, the friend of the unfortunate. Enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character who is a problem to the police. A crusade of the law. In reality, Dan Garrett, a rookie patrolman, loved by everyone but suspected by none of being the Blue Beetle. As the Blue Beetle, he hides behind a strange mask and a suit of impenetrable blue chain armor. Flexible as silk, but stronger than steel. Today's episode of the Blue Beetle is entitled Sabotage and Liquidation. Will the Blue Beetle prove smart enough to checkmate the clever and ruthless band of international saboteurs who are planning to sabotage Uncle Sam's new fighting plane? As our story opens today, Dan Garrett, who is also the mysterious Blue Beetle, is discovered entering the little apothecary shop run by his friend, Dr. Fran. He seems to be in a hurry. Doc! Doc Parson, you alone? Hello, hello, Dad. Why, what's the rush? Yes, yes, I'm alone. Good, will you do me a favor and look over my blue beetle armor and see if it's okay? Why, certainly, my boy. You might give that mysterious ray machine you invented for me the once over. Is the blue beetle going to do a little nipping again? Well, I don't know yet. But I'm assigned to the flying field police detail, and you never can tell what'll turn up. Well, I'll have everything ready for you whenever you get back. Thanks, Doc. Come on. Danny, me by, that the chief gives us the best special assignments. You're right, Manigan. You know why? Maybe you like the way we wear the uniforms. No, that ain't it. The commissioner likes you, Danny, and he's given the chief orders to give me and you the good assignments, so you'll have the advantage of my superior wisdom and experience in handling ticklish situations. Oh, so that's it. Sure. Like, for instance, this one today, out here at the flying field. They're testing out one of the new fighting planes for the United States Army. Yes, I know. They say it'll outfly and outfight any flying ship in the world. Well, now, 
Suppose some of them foreign agents, or maybe the Blue Beetle was to sabotage. Uh, yeah, that's it. Suppose they was to do that, and that plane up there was disabled and crashed. Well, it would be up to us to make an investigation on the spot and keep the crowd back and look for clues and interrogate mannequins. Yes, interrogate witnesses and mechanics and people. What about it? Well, I, being more experienced than you, I, I know how to take charge and... Well, it looks like you'll have the chance to do your stuff, Mannequin. That plane is in trouble. Yeah, that's right. Hey, hey, look. Look, his motor's tearing loose. His wings are breaking in two. He's trying to do a ball of leaf. He is a amazing. Hey, hey, where are you going, Dan? That plane is going to crash. I want to save that pilot if I can. Oh, hey, you can't do nothing. He'll be killed instantly. He's got a pancake. Put your arm around my neck. I'll lift you out here before we fry. Hold tight. How should go? Now to get away from this firing furnace. It comes a crash, Emmy. They'll fix you up. And you'll be okay over here. I'll just lay you here on the ground and go help Mannequin to the car. As soon as that wreckage cools off, I'll come back and examine it for evidence. Later, the heroic police officer, Dan Garrett, came back and examined the wreckage of the plane. His investigation brought to light several peculiar facts. That evening, he called upon his friend and confidant, Doc Franz, the chemist, who had a little apothecary shop in one of the city's side streets. Look at these boats, Doc. I got them from the wreckage of that new pursuit plane. Mm, they've been tampered with, all right. So on, halfway through. Uh, let's put them under the microscope. What? What do you find, Doc? Very interesting. Very interesting. What is it, Doc? They've been sawed halfway through with a male hacksaw. A male hacksaw? Yes. The invention of a man named Mayer. Made of a special type of steel and saw teeth uh, set differently uh, from ordinary hacksaws. Therefore, they have a very distinctive mark on everything they cut. Also, the blade of the saw is so thin that it is sometimes difficult to locate the cut they make. They're usually called hat mayors for short. Only one airplane company in this country uses them so far. That's so who? The Darrell Airplane Company. Then this must be an inside job. Yes, Danny, yes. It looks like it. They had the contract to make several experimental planes of different types. This pursuit plane was one, and the super bomber, which is to be tested tomorrow, was another. Okay, Doc, and thank you. I've got to change into my other costume. This is a job for the blue beetle. Uh, you take some terrible risks, Danny. I worry about you. Doc, I worry about you. Don't worry about me, Doc. That secret 2X formula you gave me at the hospital certainly picked me up. Nothing, Danny, boy. That impenetrable blue steel chain armor you made for me has saved my life many times. Yes, but someday something may go wrong and you'll be killed. 
Why don't you give up this blue beetle character and stick to regular police work? You're popular with the commissioner. Someday you might be chief of police. Doc, I've dedicated my life to helping the underdog and cracking down criminals and bringing them to justice. And no matter how great or how powerful they may be, I've got to do it in my own way. I must work alone. You're the only one who knows who the Blue Beetle really is. I value your confidence, my boy. You're doing a grand job. Thank you, Doc. I better get going. We've got a lot of work ahead of me tonight. How do I look? Very mysterious and very terrifying. Uh, how does magic ray work? Swell, it. How's that? Air racing to your guilty conscience, I heard. Yeah. Some of that sound and the little blue beetles I dropped in front of those I wish to impress. <laughs> Certainly knocked the ground out from under their feet. Uh, have you got your flashlight with the blue beetle on the lens? Yes, right here. See? Mm, that shows a powerful beam. I'll need it tonight. Uh, whom are you visiting tonight? I'm visiting the experimental construction department of the Darrow Airplane Company. I want to look over that super bomber. I want to make sure it doesn't crash tomorrow. Uh, be careful, Danny. Be careful. Don't worry, Doc. I will. But I think the Blue Beetle will do a little nipping before this night's over. Meet the wings of the giant bomber in the experimental construction department of the Darrell Airplane Company. A shadowy, sinister figure moves, guided only by the light of a small pocket flash. Slowly, he climbs the scaffolding directly under one of the powerful motors. In his hand, he holds a hacksaw. In a holster at his waist, protrudes the butt of a forty-five Colt revolver. Silently, he mounts to his goal. That pursuit, gentlemen, is tense today. Tomorrow, this bomber will crash. This sure is an easy way to make... The blue beetle! Oh, yeah, we'll take that, Mr. Blue Beetle! Oh, God. The blue beetle's not so invulnerable after all. Lucky I was healed or he didn't got me. I better beat it until Captain X-13 somebody's wife to us. Let the other workmen find the blue beetle's body here in the morning. Out into the night ran the treacherous workman, the saboteur who had caused the wreck of one of the newest planes intended for Uncle Sam. In a fast motor car, he speeds away to report to the mysterious X-13 the discovery of their secret. As he reaches his destination, he comes to a stop before an iron gate. A silent figure slips forward and bars his way. That you, Slug? That's right. This is Butch. Let me through. I gotta see Captain X-13. It's important news. It's gonna be good news. You know the captain. He'll get a kick out of the news I got for him. Yeah? Yeah. I plugged the Blue Beetle. The Blue Beetle? Where? At the ship. He caught me at work and I let him have it. <laughs> Gee, that'll make the captain happy. Well, good luck.
Drop that gun, Butch. You're better with a hackmayer than you are with a cold. I just sworn I got you. You fired at that flashlight, but I wasn't behind it. Well, you won't get away with it a second time. I'm going to... Let that be a lesson to you, Butch. Never lead with your right. There's dynamite in my left. Now I'll just tie you up for safekeeping, and then I go to Captain X-13. <laughs> okay, Mr. Blue Beetle. That's what you get for mixing in things that aren't any of your business. Hey, Butch, are you all right? Oh, what hit me? It's Blue Beetle here. I sneaked up and stopped him when he started to tie you up. Come on, give me a lift. We'll carry him into the house and let Captain X-13 decide what to do with him. That is the so very famous blue beetle you have there, huh? Yes, sir. He caught me working on the bomber. I threw a couple of forty-five slugs at him, but I must have missed. When I got out of the car, he jumped me. He must have been in the back seat all the time. The rat there copped him a beater when he was starting to tie me up. Must be liquidated. My seaplane is in the river. Put him aboard. You take him out to headquarters ship at daybreak and execute him. Then we come back here and finish the job. All right. Bring the thing in here. You better let me go. My father will make it hot for you. Who is this woman? Jane Darrell, I caught her snooping outside. Oh, so you are the daughter of Sidney Darrell of the aircraft factory? Yes, and you better not harm me. He'll get the whole United States government after you if you don't let me go. I am not a fool, young lady. But at least you would be suicide for me. I choose not to die until my work is done. You will stay here. I won't stay here. I'll yell and scream till everybody... Take her away. Find an gay girl and put her with the other one. What are you going to do with me? Take you for the ride in my seaplane. Out to the headquarters ship. In the morning, you will play the feminine lead opposite his uh, blue beetle in a double liquidation. At daybreak, Captain X-13 and his crew of nefarious saboteurs and conspirators, with their two prisoners bound and gagged, take off down the river in their seaplane and head toward the sea. When the Blue Beetle regained consciousness, he managed to sever his bonds with his magic ray machine. Discovering Darrell's daughter beside him in the dark baggage compartment of the plane, he quickly removed her gag and bonds. Who are you? I'm Jane Darrell. Jane Darrell? What are you doing here? They caught me investigating their hideout and they're going to liquidate me. That's what they think. Who are you? The Blue Beetle. The Blue Beetle? That's right. Well, then you're to be my leading man. I don't understand you. The captain said I was to be the leading lady in a double liquidation. Oh. Well, there's going to be a liquidation, but you and I won't play the leading parts. At least we won't be the... <laughs> the liquidees. What are you going to do? The Blue Beetle is going to use his nippers on a certain Captain X-13 and his gang of saboteurs. I'll help you. No, you stay here. 
Maybe some shooting, and I don't want old man Darrell's daughter hurt. I don't mind shooting, but I'm scared of the dark. Don't leave me here. You'll do as I say, or I'll have to tie you up again. And I'd hate to do that. I'm going forward now. The blue beetle has a little job. Where's the Captain X-13? In the control cabin. There's the headquarters ship, down there now. I never been on it. They say she's one of the fastest things afloat. Yeah. Well, we'll be aboard her in ten minutes. And that'll be the end of the Blue Beetle. And Darrow's daughter. Here are you two, and it's for you, rather, whatever your name is. Here's a little jujitsu. Here's a little jujitsu. Here's a little jujitsu. And a little rap on the head with Butch's gun to keep you quiet. Uh, what a bunch of sissies. Or else Doc's formula's given me a super wallop. Mr. Blue Peter, you will please to drop the gun. Captain X-13, I presume. Well, go ahead and shoot. The bullets can't hurt the blue beetle. We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> You're satisfied, Captain. I'll drop that gun or I'll drill you where you stand. It's more like it. I get back to those controls and keep this plane in the air. The automatic pilot is set. It will direct the plane. You and me, we, uh, we talk business, huh? You are a very brave and clever man, I... I can make you rich. Get this straight, you cold-blooded fiend. Nobody can buy the Blue Beetle. Now, you get back there and... Can I be of any assistance, Mr. Blue Beetle? No, Miss Darrell. This is the man's job. Oh. On second thought, you can take this gun. Keep this mug covered while I tie him to this seat here. Gladly. Do you mind if I pull the trigger just a little bit? Oh, no, no. No, no, don't do that. I have the wife and two children in Valdonia. They have nobody but me. Oh, no, you it. can't take it, Captain. You're afraid of a woman with a gun. I ought to let you pull that trigger just a little bit. But we'll have to save that job for Uncle Sam. You are a very foolish young man. I could make you... Save your breath, Captain. Your career as a saboteur and foreign agent is over. You got him tied tight enough? Sure. He's a sailor, that's I learned in the Navy. You won't get out of those. I just stick this handkerchief in his mouth to keep him quiet. What about the others? They'll be out for a long time, but I'll keep my eye on them from time to time. Look. Where? Look down there. That big yacht anchored offshore. She looks peaceful enough. Don't forget the double execution planned on board for her. That's right. But look, the plane's spiraling down. The automatic pilot must be directing this plane to that ship. Can you pilot a plane? Certainly. I've got a pilot's license. My father makes them, and I fly them. And take over the controls. Come on, snap to it before we get too low. All right. What shall I do? Zoom her up to 2,000 feet. Right. Level her off a bit. Steady now. How's that? That's swell. What are you going to do now? Put you ashore and turn those spies over to the police, and then come back. No, you don't. Not without me. I'm in this for you to finish. My father's honor is at stake. The blue beetle works alone. Not this time he doesn't. It's a dangerous business. So what? I love danger. 
You could be helpful. Well, come on, tell me. What's your plan? Well, now, let me see. They expected the captain to land her down alongside, but when we zoomed up, they got suspicious. Look what that group of men on the forward deck doing. Well, it looks like... Yes, they are. What? They're uncovering an anti-aircraft. Come on, turn the plane around. We're going to shore. They're probably sending some men ashore. We must prevent that. Oh, there's no time to put me ashore now. That's right. Here's my plan. We'll just have to take a chance. We'll zoom down as if we're going to set her down alongside. Yes. That'll quiet their suspicions. Yes, go on. Then when we get to level with the deck off to one side, you straighten her out and I'll machine gun the small boat. But won't some of the others shoot back? I don't think so. They'll be too surprised. Well, let's go then. Steady now. Okay. That's it. That's got him. I'll swing across the bow of the yacht. I've got an idea. What is it? I'm going to try to disable it. Here we go again. Ah, that did it. I raked the pilot house of machine gun bullets. I'll zoom her up. Can't get me. Zoom her up out of range. All right. Oh, God. That ship's moving ahead. I mean, her anchor chain. I wonder why they don't weigh anchor. Picking up speed. And she's dragging their anchor. They're heading right for those rocks offshore. Something has gone haywire. She's running full speed ahead right toward those rocks. Well, shall we stick around? No, we've got to get word to the Coast Guard. We'll head it off up the coast and turn those mugs back there in the cabin over to the police. Look! Look down below! Why, that ship is out of control or else they're going to deliberately wreck her. And some of the men are jumping overboard. They'll drown sure as Moses in that treacherous water. Look those rocks at full speed. There you go, up boiling. Maybe they had bombs on board. That's right. The water's treacherous there. They'll all be drowned. So that's what's called mass liquidation. I'll say it is. Oh, it's horrible. Yes, but think of those poor devils who are the test pilots. They fly our experimental planes intended for the Army and for the Navy. It's horrible for them when the work of foreign agents causes them to crash. What about that new Army bomber that makes its trial flight today? That's right. I've got to get back and warn the authorities. The Blue Beetle still has work to do. Home, Jane, and don't spare the horsepower. What's the matter? I don't know. He doesn't want to take gas. The oil indicator is down. Look, look below. Something is hanging. Maybe it's a feed pipe. That's right. Here, put on the parachute. I got one on, too. Well, what are you going to do? Take out fire insurance. If this plane catches fire, we're going to bail out. Well, what about the men back there? Captain X-13 of the bunch. It'll be just too bad for them. They'll crash and they'll burn with the flame. Wait, I think I can land her in that little lagoon. Better let me take over. Yes, yes, I guess you better. You'll sit back and relax. Everything is going to be all right.
skillfully piloted by the Blue Beetle, the disabled plane comes to rest upon the quiet waters of a little lagoon. Tying up the rest of the gangsters who were by this time regaining consciousness, and leaving Jane Darrell on guard with his automatic, the Blue Beetle went ashore to phone the authorities and then disappear. An hour later in the apothecary shop of Dr. Franz, he is relating his experiences. The shopkeeper where I phoned the police was scared out of his wits when I entered the shop in my Blue Beetle costume. I, I should think she would be. But what about the girl? You think she'll be safe on board that seaplane alone with those cutthroats? Oh, yes. They were securely trussed up and she was armed. Besides, I saw a Coast Guard cutter entering the lagoon as I disappeared into the rushes. Evidently, when you shot the captain in the pilot house, as he fell, he jammed some signal for full speed ahead, which the engineers got. And before anyone could do anything, the ship piled up on the rocks. Well, that may be for me. I left word at headquarters they could reach me here. Hello? Oh? Oh, yes. Yes, he's here. Uh, just a minute, uh... It's for you, Danny. Thanks, Doc. Hello? Yes? Baker Ridley? The city hospital? An operation? The stock market crashes if he dies? Yes, I've got that. A suspected plot? Yes, I'll be right over. Goodbye. I've been assigned to guard duty over Banker Ridley at the city hospital. Mannequin and I. There's a plot afoot to do away with Ridley while he's on the operating table. Some racketeers want to clean up on the stock market and his death will make that possible. Well, go ahead, Danny, go ahead. But be careful, boy. Don't worry, Doc. As the blue beetle, I have a feeling I'm invulnerable. So long, Doc. What will happen to Dan Garrett, the blue beetle on this new case. Will he be in time to save Ridley's life? Can he prevent the stock market crash? Will he be able to run down the criminals? Those are all questions that will be answered in the next episode of The Blue Beetle. Copyrighted Fox feature appearing in Mystery Men Comics Magazine on sale at your newsstand. The Blue Beetle is on the air twice a week on this same station. Consult the broadcast schedule in your local newspapers. And don't forget to listen in. Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Well, you know, Blue Beetle was rather sexist, chastising a man for fearing a woman with a gun. Now, I don't know about you, but I fear anyone, man, woman, child, or chimpanzee, pointing a gun at me.
And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Spotify, Apple, or Google. We're also on Stitcher, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio, or by listening right from our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy our program, please make sure you rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so by visiting iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. Tomorrow we'll play a new episode of My Favorite Husband starring Lucille Ball and join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.